This place is so beautiful, I just thought you might like to come on a walk with me. So I'm in Hornsby and uh, it's not an official public area or anything. You can see a bit of bags under my eyes today. I had a late night in the office finishing off some reports but knowing that I would be out in nature the next day, it's definitely worth it. So um, we've got lots of different types of plants here and to put that in a more botanical way, we have a diversity of soil types, a diversity of topography, that's the slope, and uh, the combination of soil and slope results in, and water, results in different plant communities, very distinct ones um, in this site. And three of these are known as endangered ecological communities, which means that their uh, distribution is often less than five or 10% of what it was. And Usually it's in these urban areas, like around Sydney, which is where we're close to. Yeah, I'm just looking out. <laughs> just looking out, this is so beautiful. Anyway, we've got a forest type called Duffy's Forest, which is what we're in now. And this is characterized quite often by these ironstone nodules, which is a, these little rocks, ironstones. It's also got this. It's been quite recently burnt, um, but you'll see the scribbly gums are lovely and white and really contrasting with those burnt trunks. Then we've got a huge diversity of grounds and mid-story plants. We'll show this one here. This is called a Pasunia, or commonly known as a G-bung. It has fruits, but the fruits have a very astringent um, skin. So if eating the fruits first, will always work out that you've got a plant that you're meant to eat. Don't just go tasting because something's poisonous. But if you squeeze the fruit and get the soft flesh out of the persoonia, that's what you can eat. Don't eat the skin. And the super bark here, and it's really red underneath. I won't pull too much into this one. This one's, this one's going to be different and be brown underneath, but uh, possibly because of that recent fire. But usually a bassoonie will get this lovely red, red bark underneath. We've also got a whole lot of different species of wattles, that's the acacias. And here we are in early summer and they're in seed. So the project that I'm doing here is having a look at the existing tracks that are through here. They've been created not as part of council, just as private people in the public space lot of mountain bike tracks through here so it's looking at is there a way that you can have the mountain bike tracks and not impact too much on the biodiversity because when when you get access into a place each path itself can bring diseases like there's one called phytophthora uh, which can be brought on people's shoes or bike track bike tires just this morning before coming here I sprayed the soles of my shoes with methylated spirits to make sure there's none of the phytophthora or other diseases that I bring into the bushland but also when you put lots of little tracks can really cut an area up so while they're like this and they're small and narrow and great veg either side it's okay usually I mean it will affect some species snails there's always some impact but it's whether it's acceptable or not. But then there's other areas where it's steeper or we've got threatened plants. And there's areas where, because it gets a bit wet, the bikes have now gone up and over into the bushland zones and, and the 
the tracks become really quite wide and the bushland just starts to disappear and the weeds come in. So we're really looking at how do we balance the management, how do we balance the use so that we have this amazingly beautiful biodiversity into the future. And also, just the serenity, like should it be for people who just walk or do bird watching or quiet contemplation or walking meditations? Or is it for mountain bikes? So these are the questions that we ask when we look at these. How do we be compatible with the harmony of, of nature? But in all cases, I feel it's good to bring people into nature, particularly in these urban places, because it's through the connection with nature that the soul is refilled, that you find a peace in yourself. So that's today's work as an ecologist.